Hello and welcome back to the Peace of Mind podcast with yours truly, Daniel Smith. Today's episode is labeled a bonus and the reason being is I honestly have not had the time to both record and edit a serious topic. We have some wonderful things in the works and they just need a bit more time for the finishing touches, but I still wanted to bring something in the meantime. I've been notorious all my life for procrastination and that extends to this podcast, but it also is especially poignant now as I have three 2000 word essays due and I didn't really start a single one of them until two days before they were due. So we've been working on those and we've been a bit distracted, learning things, writing things. So a little bit of a hiatus from podcasting. However, I still have some thoughts I like to share and some things that I've talked about. So we're going to get right into it. Today's episode is going to be discussing some things that I myself find to be really underrated and not talked about nearly enough. And it's totally random. It's a bit lighthearted. You'll you'll hopefully enjoy or or maybe learn some things. But before I get too into that, I want to give you a nice fun fact to get your day started or to close it out with something interesting. In the context of things that are underrated, I want to tell you about one of my favorite animals. It's not really my favorite animal, but it's one of the, like the ones that I'm like, wow. And that is a tardigrade. Now, tardigrades are extremely tiny. They're about 500 micrometers, which is half a millimeter. And for some perspective, that's a bit larger than a grain of salt and a bit smaller than the largest bacteria that we know of. Now, these little guys are called water bears or moss piglets, which I don't know about you, but those qualify them as super, super cute. Moss piglet, really? Like, if you put piglet in anything, it's cute. And this animal, it honestly, for being such a, like, microscopic little thing, it's honestly pretty cool. It looks as though the Michelin Man and a caterpillar had a baby and it, you know, has, it has like eight legs. It's got this cute little head face thing that doesn't really, it's really interesting looking, but honestly, I'm a fan and I think you will be too. Now these things, while they're cute and tiny are actually some of the strongest and most resilient organisms to exist throughout the history of the planet earth, which is millions and millions of years. They have actually survived every major world cataclysmic event, which the extinction of the dinosaurs was one such cataclysmic event. So we know how extreme that was. And these guys were like ice age, molten rock everywhere, literally not having an atmosphere. It's totally cool with them. They don't mind. They're, they're just enjoying the day, going about their business, snacking on their microscopic organisms. And the reason they're able to survive so well is that their bodies produce this protein um, that protects their DNA from ionizing radiation, which is what we protect ourselves from when we wear sunscreen and and ionizing. Well, maybe I'm not using that right, but 
ionizing radiation it's not good stuff it messes with your chemistry gives you cancer and these guys are basically immune to that and their size also plays a role in their resilience they can survive in the pit of a volcano inside of the coldest body of water ever and they literally can go to outer space and be totally fine no no astronaut suit or anything and that's pretty crazy because these things have been around before humanity or any animal was even a thought and they're going to be around long after all of us and everything we know and love is dead so don't sleep on them they're out there and they're gonna they i think they're in your water sometimes i'm not sure about that don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure that they just like they swim around anywhere they're just chilling but they look like animals that's the coolest thing is they they don't look like some weird organism with a tail and a whip and stuff they just if they were like bigger you could think that they might be a little insect or a cute little mammal and they're just they're everywhere it's it's absolutely crazy um and their their resilience too last thing they could survive a nuclear apocalypse so if the whole world gets nuked we can know one thing for sure and that is tardigrades will be totally fine so take some comfort in that life is not at risk all life on earth if it goes away these guys will still be here so that's all for that and let's get into the episode i hope you enjoy so i want to talk about things that i think are criminally underrated and they will not be any one category of things they are i've i've written some things down on a sticky note and it's easily the most random like if you pick this up you would have absolutely no idea what its purpose was and that's kind of that's kind of what we're going with so things that i think deserve more um maybe love or attention or respect so i guess we're gonna just jump right into it i think wheat thins really don't get enough love they're a really kick-ass snack and you can use them with like a lot of things you can have them first of all you can have them plain they're great to just like mow down good texture good crunch they have a nice thickness to them it's not too much but it's just enough where it's like a little bit sturdier than a chip and so you don't have to eat as many to like get that satiation of hunger and also i mean cheese certain dips there's that like um what is it it's the it's like some fruity jam thing that they have on charcuterie boards that's really good and i know they have like different flavors of wheat thins they might have like some garlic and chive or i don't usually do that i just get the normal ones um but they're really really good there's always a box in my house and half the time it's just sitting there unopened like we just have like a backup of wheat thins no matter what so i just want to shout out wheat thins next up on the list we got jordan sparks and i don't know much about jordan sparks but what i do know is that i know about three songs word for word and they are never skips you got battlefield classic you got no air also a classic and then you got one step at a time which like if you're ever feeling down that song is not only uplifting but catchy 
You can listen to it in a good mood. You can listen to it in a bad mood. You can listen to it in the car. You can listen to it at a dinner party, cookout, barbecue. Great voice, great vocals, great instrumentals. Like Jordan Sparks, man, where did she go? Next on the list, we got books. And I'm not just talking about reading books. I wouldn't do that. That's lame. Books aren't underrated. But specifically about books is there are some old books that smell like like old book smell. You know what I'm talking about. And a lot of new books, you can't really get that anymore. It's nice to have a new book and it's crisp and it's you know fun to look at until you crease the pages. But then those old books with like the yellow pages and you open them and there's just this like must that comes out. And it's really comforting. Like I could, I could like put that into a, an oil diffuser and fall asleep and have the best sleep of my life. That's all I'm saying. Also about books, while the new ones don't have the smell, sometimes they have a really nice like, I don't want to say texture. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm holding this book right now and it's like, it's, it's big and it's a paperback, but it's very... So it's very loose, right? So let me see if you can hear this. It's just got a really good flop to it. And it's not like one of those paperbacks where it's kind of just dainty and it all moves as one. Like when you pick up one part of it, the other parts flop, but it's like solid throughout. It's like um, silly putty. I don't know. No, that's not the right thing, but it's it's really smooth and you kind of like wave it and it just feels feels great, honestly. And it makes the makes the whole experience a whole lot better. So shout out books, the smelly kind. Next on the list, you ever you ever sit inside in the winter? It doesn't have to be the winter, but it's this this is enhanced in the winter. You're sitting inside, it's really warm, it's heated, maybe you're sitting by the fire, you got your slippers on, you got your bathrobe on, or you're or you're having a workout somewhere, it's also temperature controlled and Maybe you're a bit sweaty, steamed up, whatever you're doing. The moment you step out of that heated environment, that warm kind of muggy environment into like outside air, oh my God, that's crazy. Sometimes it just hits me. I walk outside, I'm like, whoa, I like forgot what air felt like, tasted like, smelled like. And I'm like, damn, that's really nice. And it's, it's definitely enhanced in the winter, right? Because it's freezing out. And obviously, I don't want to be outside for that long. But when you get that, like, walk to your car type deal, and hopefully your car is warm, just that quick little burst of just, hopefully the stars are out too. You can look up. It's nighttime. It's really, like, cold and clear and crisp. And you can see your breath and all that. But that air, oh, my God, it's so freaking pure and, like, Nothing beats that, man. Nothing beats that. Like hot, muggy summer. Ugh, gross. You just want to go inside and get that air conditioning. So cool air, I guess. Cool air is super underrated. Y'all go outside. Ooh, this is a good one. I don't know if everyone is able to do this, but I've been getting better at cracking my back. And sometimes, you know, you're feeling a bit stiff. You don't really notice it. It's just kind of there. And then you do a little twist and you just get a killer crack and your whole body just like loses 10 pounds. Oh man, that's crazy. And it helps if you have a buddy to, you know, crack your back for you. You could do the lay down thing. You could do like the pick them up and drop them thing. Those are also exquisite. 
yeah, crack your back. If you can't do it, like try it. And then I, I, I didn't used to be able to do it, but now I just kind of, I've stretched to the point where I can just kind of do a little twisty and get a couple pops down there. It's really nice. Really, really nice. Next on the list, we got fireplaces. Now, fireplaces are underrated because they're not really like needed anymore, at least in our um, luxurious standard of living society, right? We have indoor heating and it's electric and it doesn't produce, well, produces emissions, but doesn't produce smoke in your home. But a nice house with a nice fireplace, my house is like a hundred years old. So we have a fireplace right in the middle and there's certainly something to be said about the environment around the fireplace, but just having a fireplace in your house, I'm not talking about outdoor bonfire, fire pit, that's a whole different story. Fireplace in your house, you could get a little, you could get a little reed going by the fire, you could get a little animal cuddle, you could get just a nap, anything. And you hear the crackle and it's warm and you're inside and you got like, maybe there's stockings hung up, maybe it's Christmas time. Oh man, I have a fireplace and talking about it makes me want to use it, but I probably won't because you got to like light it and make sure your house doesn't burn down and all that stuff. But shout out fireplaces. Going along with our warm trend, I want to shout out warm apple cider. Now, apple cider, I don't know if it's a regional thing. I don't know if it's an, an American thing, but all I know is that every year around the fall, there's always there's always a gallon of apple cider in my fridge and it's non-alcoholic just plain old apple cider not like the the gross like well i mean it's artificial but it it's it's not apple juice let's just say that but you pop that in the microwave for like a minute and a half and you got yourself something better than tea i mean tea's cool but if you're just looking for like a nice beverage nice warm beverage and you don't want to be bothered to like not that heating water is that much of an issue but apple cider man warm it up and then the the finishing touch that you got to do that you need to do sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon in there give it a stir make sure all that warmth is evenly distributed sometimes it's a bit tricky and you get like the top is warm for that first sip and then you'll realize like the bottom is not warm so 90 seconds a little bit of cinnamon a nice mug warm apple cider super super underrated and let's see what do we got about halfway through all these things by the way just in case you forgot underrated so that means do them or participate whatever they are next we got radio don't get me wrong i don't listen to radio by choice ever but when i have to i'm kind of like oh this is this is nice especially if you get I, I want to include XM radio, I suppose, even though that's not as accessible to everybody. But sometimes XM radio has nice stations where you get like really good rotations of maybe maybe contemporary artists, maybe ones that you like or like old classics and you just run those through. And there's something to say about hearing the music that you consume regularly and not intentionally putting it on. And this is something that might be like generational because a lot of people listen to the radio, but I would think if you're around the age of myself and you have the capability of playing your own music in the car, like you're oxing it up. You're not, you're not relying on some radio disc jockey to pick your music. That would be 
insane. But if you have to and they get it right, it's kind of nice because it's like a surprise, right? Like when you put your own music on and your favorite song comes on, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I've like played this a lot and the algorithm has given it to me. But when it's the radio and maybe it's like a, it's kind of like a low key song. It's not really a radio song. You're like, whoa, that's nice. And then you just listen to it. And then there's a f- like five minutes of ads after, and then it's it's just a waiting game for the next one. But radio is cool sometimes. Shout out radio. Next we got rain. Not just any rain, because I know that sometimes rain sucks. But summer, maybe spring, warm outside, a nice rain. Not like I mean, actually, a drizzle's nice, but it's kind of not sure of itself and. I'm talking downpour, like warm spring, summer, rain, downpour, and just like standing in it or walking. You don't have to be standing still. That is super, super nice. And for the longest time, I like hated rain because I wear glasses. And those of you who wear glasses know that rain is not your friend. Makes it hard to see. You get the steam going. So once I got over that, I'm like, this is sick because it's like you're... I don't want to be, I don't want to say like reborn, but you're getting, you're getting like cleansed. It's like a baptism of warm rain. You can't really beat that. I mean, hopefully you're not like dressed up really nice and going anywhere, but also if you are, who cares? It's freaking water falling from the sky. You know how many people would fight and die for an opportunity to have literal water rain down from the sky regularly? Appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's given the it's given the world around you life is cleaning that dirt off your face and sure your car might get a little wet or your phone might that's the thing too. If you get your phone in your pocket and it's downpouring, that can be a little a little worrisome, but let's just say it starts raining, you're inside, you're like, all right, leave everything inside, glasses, phone, wallet, keys, and then just go out and stand in that and just enjoy it. Oh, it's super I haven't done it in a while, but talking about it makes me want to do it, but it's winter time. So I won't be doing that. But still, warm rain. You know what I'm talking about. Next on the list, you guessed it, magnets. To this day, I I know how magnetism works. I'm not going to explain it because I don't want to mess it up. But it's crazy. Like, I'm standing here. I got, I got these things called buzz magnets, right? Oops, let me see. They do that little buzz thing. And you just throw them and they buzz together. But I can put them on the table and I can just like, I can just control this object's motion without touching it. And it's just, I'm just, it's, it's, I mean, it's what people thought magic was. Take someone who doesn't have a word for magnetism thousands of years ago, right? And they find this and they're like, yo, I got something big going on here, guys. And then that person becomes like some sort of deity. And they're like just out here playing with magnets. And to us, that's like a kid's toy. But like, this is this is crazy. And you can just buy it in a store and it's like literal force. Like I, this thing, this can literally counteract gravity. Like we are forced to just struggle and like struggle to walk upstairs because of gravity, right? Magnets are just like, nope, don't care. Screw gravity. I'm stronger than that. Like I can just pick this up off the table without even touching it. That's wild, man. And they're fun to play with. You get like a bunch of them. You can make like this little thing. You can do like the whole magic trick where you got it on one side of the paper. So you're like, whoa, how's it not coming off, right? Oh, man. Magnets. 
super, super underrated. Because, I mean, I'm using the underrated term pretty loosely here, but specifically with magnets, they're underrated because we like learn about it in the science class. So you're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's magnets and magnetism. Yeah, the earth just has like this giant magnetic field around it that like ensures that radiation doesn't kill us and allows our electronic devices to work properly. It's no big deal. It's just magnetism. Dude, are you kidding me? That's crazy. And then like a couple millennia from now, it'll just, you'll be like, oh, polarity switch, nothing works anymore. And then we're, you know, whoever has to deal with that, then they're just screwed, right? Like, don't take, don't take magnets lightly. They're going to be out to get you. I swear to God. Next on the list. Let's see. Um, can't really re- read my handwriting here. Oh, the neck, the classic, right? The classic neck to foot chill. You know what I'm talking about? You're just sitting there and maybe like a breeze comes through or you see something or, or you hear something. I don't really know how these things happen, but you just get that like full body chill and it feels phenomenal and you can't get it back. It's just a one and done thing. And when it happens, you don't really fully appreciate it, but it, it's like, it's one of those feelings. It's just like, you can't do it on purpose. You don't really know exactly why it happens. And when it does happen, you're not really ready for it. So it's there and it's gone. And you're like, oh man, that was kind of nice. And yeah, so that's why I think it's underrated. Next time it happens, notice it and be like, hell yeah. And then remember what happened to make that chill happen and then do that again. Not right away because that's overdoing it. Value comes with scarcity. So if if you could do it all the time, it wouldn't be that cool. But take note, put in the back of the mind, be like, get those chills up. Because I wonder what it means too. Like what's, what's happening there? Is it just, is it like when you're at a baseball game and they start the wave and you're watching it come around and it's like, oh, it's going to get to me. It's going to get, and then it doesn't get to you. And then that feeling of when you see it like all the way in one side of the field and it wraps all the way around and gets to the other side and it feels sick and you see the full completion and you're like, oh my God, we did it guys. And it's this big like communal effort. That's a full body chill right there. Tell me I'm wrong. That was a phenomenal analogy that was kick-ass and when it doesn't make you're like oh man but when you get that freaking base of the base of the head neck whatever all the way down to the toes that is unreal super underrated don't forget about it sneezing right kind of gross not gonna lie if someone sneezed near me in this day and age especially you kidding me global pandemic don't sneeze on me Hope you get your mask on. And the people that take their mask off to sneeze, I'm like, dude, what's the point? You're not even gonna you're not even gonna Dracula cape or Batman cape that sneeze. You're just gonna take the mask off and just let it out. Show all your freaking things to the world. No, dude. Don't do that. Sneezing's gross. But what I'm talking about here, picture this, you're out in a field, maybe it's raining. Preferably not, actually. We're, we're not going to go with the rain in this situation. But you're out in a field. Maybe there's flowers. Maybe it's a cornfield. Maybe you're out in the woods and you're totally alone. You're on a walk. You're on a run. Whatever you're doing. It's nice out. It's a beautiful day. It's a solid 75 degrees. And you get this really like, it starts deep, right? It's not just like a quick little, achoo. it's like a, 
it's like a feeling you get that like kind of mouth open head back movement going and there's no one around there's just plants and animals you know you're in your natural environment you build up that sneeze you like inhale into it and then you just throw the head back and let that out no no guilt no shame just pure sensation of that full sneeze coming to fruition right and you might think that's kind of weird but have you ever tried it maybe not and i'm telling you it's underrated so it's got to be good and what made me think of that actually because i know that's (laughs) that's super strange (laughs) um but you know how you have those teachers or people that you don't really remember much about them except for maybe one thing they said that one time like six years ago well for me that would be gosh i don't even remember his name uh it'll come to me maybe but ap statistics junior year junior year, senior year i think it might have been yeah it was junior year. ap statistics junior of high school mr reynolds there he is rode his bike to school he kept his water bottle in the open window during the winter to keep it cold not very climate effective but pretty clever honestly gotta respect that but i remember him saying that like talking about a let it out sneeze like that (laughs) and i guess that's what made me think of it because i kind of agreed with him at the time or maybe i didn't at the time but then i like learned that he was very right in his assessment of a big old just let it out sneeze and yeah i'm not going to speak on that anymore because that's enough of sneeze talk but shout out mr reynolds wherever he may be let's see here Ooh, next on the list this is a good one now rice pudding all these mainstream basic vanilla desserts oreo cookies ice cream drumsticks choco tacos anything you could get an ice cream truck frozen yogurt jello jello pudding the pudding with like the three layers with like the two dark chocolates and then the white chocolate in the middle that stuff's pretty good but what you don't hear about ever tell me last time you heard about rice pudding yeah you don't rice pudding i couldn't tell you what like the pudding itself flavor is i mean maybe it's like it's kind of got like a it's got a bit of a sweetness it's not vanilla but it's it's i don't know it's it's sweet and it's got the it's got pudding texture it's rice pudding but the the texture of it in addition to the rice it's just phenomenal say what you want about it and maybe it's kind of a niche thing but i think rice pudding is I don't have it very often either. So maybe if I had it more, I wouldn't think of it as that cool of a thing. But when I do have it, every bite, I'm just like, wow. Wow, it's it's not like Pop Rocks, but it's like Pop Rocks. You know, you get those weird sensations going on. You get things just popping around and you're like, whoa, what is that? And that's how I feel when I, you know, have some rice pudding and there's those, I'm like, is it really rice? Is it rice and pudding? Is that a thing? Can we do that? That's crazy, right? People make fun of me for, putting two different types of cereal in one bowl of milk like what tell me what's wrong with that right cheerios and cinnamon toast crunch what i can't do that so rice pudding i mean that stuff's real nice it's real nice it's got a good i don't know if they have chocolate rice pudding if they did i'd like to try it um but at the moment i've just pretty much had like your basic 
standard rice pudding and it's always brought me great delight you know i'm kind of getting sick of ice cream and and cookies being so full themselves they're overrated right overrated rice pudding underrated and that's all i have to say about that and let's see here we've pretty much oh last but not least this is a big one right this is a potential uh, binge option for you Netflix's very own Kipo, K-I-P-O, and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. Now, let me tell you, for those of you who have been fans of maybe the Avatar, the last Airbender series, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, a lot of emotions in there, right? A lot of nice themes and lessons and friendships and just a very all-around quality experience watching a show got a really satisfying ending too which is an important part because nowadays shows they don't know when to be done with themselves they're like oh we got something good here let's just keep going keep going and then the quality drops off and you're like all right why did you make me not enjoy this as much Kipo and the age of the wonder beast i watched it forever ago now but i just saw it again and remind me i loved that show and it looks silly at first as a lot of these quality shows do but honestly the amount of like attachment I had to some of those characters and like the engagement with the story and like the intensity of some of like the issues in it it deals with like discrimination and like for, and all these kind of like serious issues but it does it in such like a lighthearted, playful way and it, it ends up being really meaningful at the end and wow it's, it was crazy it was absolutely crazy the animation is really really cool the concept is is really unique I'd never seen anything like it before and quality characters good character development really just oh kick-ass show man all around i got no qualms with it absolutely none and it has a really good ending and you're satisfied and you feel as though the time you invested was worth it and then you got something out of it and you can walk away happy and i hadn't thought about that show until just recently but super underrated because i've never heard anyone talk about it or i've never seen it online or anything I don't really remember why I watched it in the first place, but I was probably just bored. But I, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. I actually recommended it to my friend James, and he watched it, and his dad ended up watching it. Now, I don't know if you understand how important a dad validation or, what's the, keep forgetting these really important words. What is it called when a political person Oh, endorsement. The dad endorsement of a, of a seemingly kid show, that is absolutely essential. The only other one that comes to mind, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb, interestingly, my dad loved that show. That was the only show that we would put on as kids that he'd be like, wouldn't leave the room. And he would actually like enjoy it. He would laugh. He would you know talk about it. And I found out later, Phineas and Ferb was actually written very intently to have dialogue that appeals to adults being like mature and kind of um, witty and then obviously visuals that appeal to kids you have crazy things going on on screen and stuff so this show apparently based on my one anecdotal experience with my friend James and his dad it gets a dad endorsement and I don't know what else I need to say from it if, if you can get a if you can get a news watch and dad on a kids animated show you know it's all over and that's why i think 
Kipo, Age of the Wonder Beasts, is extremely underrated. So give it a watch. You know, if you take away anything from this episode, take away a great new show. And that's all I got to say about that. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.